was a corporate festival with a kind of activist veneer plastered over the top of it, uh, engineered through social media tools and moveon.org and many, many other uh, well-funded political action groups. Okay. And so, and so here's America Ferreira. That's her name. Uh, she's an actress. I don't know if that's her real name. It could be, could be a stage name with Hollywood. You never know what their name is. But uh, so America Ferreira, and here's her giving her keynote speech. Uh, go ahead and listen to this. Having fought a lot of my life to get my rights as a woman, I'll be damned if I'm going backwards. We've let this happen twice now in 16 years, where we win the White House, but they walk through the door. Do you gonna, are you going to let this happen again in your lifetime? I'm not. I'm sorry, but the old guard of the Democratic Party has to go. It has to go. We need new leadership. We need young leadership. We need women leadership. Yesterday, Donald Trump was sworn in as president. That sight is now burned into my eyes forever. And I hope the same is true for you. Because we will not forget. <clears throat> we do not want to forget. We will use that vision to make sure that we fight harder, we fight tougher, and we fight more passionately for than ever. Trump and his handlers have found a fox for every chicken coop in Washington, and a Twitter finger must not become a trigger finger. He also said he was with the people. Indeed, he was the people. I, to paraphrase a famous quote, I just want to say, I have met the people, and you are not them. <laughs> Okay, that was uh, so. That was first America Ferrer, the actress, um, Ugly Betty. I think that was her big TV show. Then was Whoopi Goldberg, and then you had Michael Moore, uh, another prominent uh, women's activist. Michael Moore and uh, Liz Warren, Senator Liz Warren from Massachusetts, and then that was Gloria Steinem, the iconic feminist at the end, uh, who was reading off. Um, Gmail printouts from her Gmail. So I guess people sent her things to say, and she was, it was kind of sad to see this so called famous writer um, fumbling through Gmail notes uh, in front of the camera, in front of a crowd. But Gloria Steinem, who looked like she looked like Eddie from Iron Maiden, I mean, straight out of a horror film. Uh, so disturbing to say the least. But America Ferrer, she said, this is not, the Amer America is not our Congress. Our Congress is not America. This cabinet is not America. This president is not America. Um, so she's in, she's, what she's implying there is that it, it's racial overtones. So she's saying because there's not enough people of color or enough women, uh, in all of those positions that it doesn't represent America. Okay. 
So this is uh, divisive language. I got a newsflash for the actress, okay? Um, the Congress is America. It's part of America. The president is America. All those people who voted for Trump uh, this election, those are Americans. The cabinet is full of Americans, all different types of Americans, maybe not the ones that you want on your quota, uh, uh, affirmative action tick box, but they are Americans. You are American, uh, Miss Actress uh, Ferreira, America Ferreira. Everyone at the march is American, and everyone who voted for Trump is American. And that is, that's the truth of the matter. Okay, what they're trying to do is engage in identity politics once again to divide and conquer the same strategy Hillary Clinton used during her campaign, which failed. So they're still pursuing a failed direction. Okay, and they're doubling down on the same failed approach. Okay, which is divide, try to divide by race, gender, class, everything. And then try to conquer politically through these divisions by separating people, labeling people, dehumanizing people into little labels. That's what identity politics does. That's what political correctness does. It's, it's designed to strip people of their individuality and force them into these little collective compartments where they have little signs on their head saying, I am... I am this, I am that, I am, uh, I'm a, th I'm a gender, class, race, religion, everything, ethnic group, sub-ethnic groups, education level, all of these things. They love this techno, that's the technocracy. The technocracy is dividing people into little compartments and trying to control them politically uh, by the labeling. And the unfortunately, the political left in America are obsessed with labels. They label everything. They label their friends. They label their enemies. It's all, it's a game of labels. And it's just a nonstop obsession. And this whole celebrity thing, I mean, I've got clips from Scarlett Johansson. I've got clips from act actresses who I don't even know what TV show they're in. Sophia Bush. I don't know who she is. Patricia Arquette, I think I know she's Rosanna Arquette's sister, um, just saying ridiculous things, absolutely ridiculous things. Um, Patricia Arquette, play this, I have to play this. She's, she claimed that women are 60% of the American population. So this is a, this is a famous Hollywood award-winning actress getting up, pretending to be an activist, I guess, and basically lying about something so crazy that saying that the population of the U.S. is 60% women. Wow. Listen to, the, I think I think that's what she said. Maybe I heard it wrong. Roll this. Patricia Arquette, listen to this. Big job to be a president. You can do it. As far as women go, we are 60% of the population now in the United States. So it's important to actually address our needs now. Okay, so I'm looking at the census here, and... Uh, I'm looking at a couple of different census here. So I've got the 2013 census. Women are, they do outnumber the men. She's right. 50.8% uh, of the U.S. population 
are women. So just over 50%. So yes, they do have the majority, but only by a, a percentage point, I think. That's what it says here. So I don't think they get since 2013. I don't think they gained 10 percent of the population in 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 three years. I don't think so. So uh, just I don't know. I guess you can just make stuff up. But uh, and then before well before the break, I tell you what. I've got clips from Madonna and Cher. Play this Madonna clip. I have to play this. This is great, and there's some commentary by Greg Guffold afterwards, but Madonna was up there making a show of herself as the icon of women's activism. Anyway, roll this Madonna clip. We have to play this. Come on, girls. Do you believe in love? Because I got something to say about it, and it goes with something like this. Don't go for second best, baby. Put your love to the test. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, if, if you can recognize, that was Madonna at the Women's March in D.C., where she also said this. Yes, I am outraged. Yes, I have thought an awful lot about blowing up the White House. She felt like blowing up the White House. With her, it's always about blowing something up. Uh, uh. Wow. So, you know, newsflash for Madonna. Newsflash. You know, she's wearing a knitted cap. She's kind of like looking cool. She wants to be down with the kids. Okay. A little newsflash for Madonna. You're not down with the kids. Okay. Your fan base is now over 50. And uh, Madonna herself, she's pushing 60. It's not a good look. Okay. And uh, so her fan base is right now slipping discs and uh, battling off the onset of uh, diabetes. And Madonna, there's a woman that single-handedly um, created an, a, a generation of objectification of woman, uh, the imagery which she promoted to get to make her millions, to make her fortune. She had to uh, dehumanize women in some of the most grotesque ways, and she called this art. She called, and it was celebrated as pop. Okay, uh, and so she spent her life sexualizing women uh demeaning them and so she is now wanting to position herself as a woman's uh rights uh, advocate okay totally ridiculous but this whole relying on celebrity thing it failed for hillary clinton miserably and it's rejected by the majority of americans celebrities do not have influence in politics we don't care most people don't care what they have to say. We like celebrities doing acting. Or if they're singers, we like them singing. And if they want to create uh, a message in their music, go for it. Go for it. But we know that the industry that they sell their music in doesn't like that. Because the reason they are mega millionaires is because there is no political content whatsoever in any of their mu music. Since the, pretty much since the 1980s. The industry flushed all that out and turned it into low-grade cultural garbage. And they got rich off it. And now they want to play the activist. I can't tell you what a momentous joke that is. But yet that's where we are as a culture, as a society. And we're shedding that. We're rejecting it. But they're lining them up on stage this week doing the same thing. 
We got more of that. We got share. Oh my gosh. I'm going to play that clip after the second hour, but we're going to take a short break and connect our next guest, Mark Anderson from American free press. He was there at the inauguration. He's going to share the sights and sounds of that event with us. After these messages, I'm your host, Patrick Henningsen. This is the Sunday wire, the reckoning. We'll talk about that after the break. Stay right there. Visit Shop21Wire.com. Check out our online store with special deals on official 21st Century Wire merchandise, including men's and ladies' t-shirts. Also, check out our 21st Century Wire stationery, desk notebooks, iPhone covers, and DVDs of live talks. And for Sunday Wire listeners, enjoy your Sunday Java in style with our official Sunday Wire signature coffee mug. Subscribers and members use your special promo code to get 20% off every order. Support 21stCenturyWire.com, click on Shop21Wire, or go to www.Shop21Wire.com. 